guys and recorded anything so guys life, <laughs> welcome back yeah life has hit well at least it's hit me like a truck I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever had so many life things go on in such a short period of time but I'm so happy that we're back in doing this Ugh, I yes. I love doing this so I'm really happy that we're back and we're, we're recording missed it we never actually got to wrap up the Black Lives Matter season but I think it was a pretty successful season. We got to interview so many different people. We learned. I think we, I think we ended up off like pretty strong. And yeah, I mean, every episode was strong, but I feel like there was yeah. a lot of different content on it. There was. So. We, we got professors. We got students. We got people from Belly's Church. I mean, I think it was a great season. And I'm so happy that Is a Vision was able to give them a platform to share what they wanted to share but now we're moving on to our next season which is which is drum roll but also like the title like we're not really set on it we're calling it women in power but it's also just women doing amazing things yeah I think that's like women in power yeah I mean but some people may not literally be in power like I'm not literally in power but I think you know like I think we're pretty powerful in our own yeah, and you know, in our own separate roles. But yeah, we're gonna start off with an episode with our own experiences and sharing what it's like being a woman in our shoes and in in our respective roles and different things that we've done. But again, we're gonna also be interviewing a bunch of lovely women. But yeah, so stay tuned for that too. So Bella. You can start. Okay. So, I mean, when I first brought this topic up to Belly, I totally, like, blanked on, like, my own experiences. And then the more I reflected, the more I was like, oh, my gosh, wait, that has happened. That has happened. But, yeah, so one of the first times in college where I realized, like, I mean, I always knew, you know, being a woman in STEM, it's it was going to be tough, especially, like, uh. Brazilian woman in STEM, it was going to be tough, but I was never really confronted with that reality until I was doing research, like with some of the graduate students. And one of them was a, was a guy and just the way he would talk to me, I didn't know if that was the way he talked to everybody, but he just really enjoyed making me feel dumb. And again, like, I don't know if that's because I'm a woman or because like um, the dynamic is different, you know, graduate students, research assistant, or like I wasn't even reach assisting yet. I was basically just an intern, you know, volunteering my time. Like, I don't know if, it was, if that was the dynamic, but like, I, I, I really internalized that. And I felt like, oh, maybe the research isn't for me because I don't fit in. I feel so uncomfortable. But that was the first time I've kind of like experienced microaggression. Like just the way he, he made me feel like such an imposter, but I didn't even realize what was coming. It was when I became an EMT and for those of you who don't know, I'm 5'2". Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty small. And um, but pe- people might not consider me strong, but to become an EMT, you have to like, you only can be an EMT if you can carry, I think it's 250 pounds. It's because wow. like, you know, people. So clearly I'm, I was qualified for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was sitting, I had, so I had a job. I was sitting in the break room. It was during a 16 hour shift. 
And I think I want to say hour 10 or hour 12, I was the only girl, woman. I was the only woman in a group room full of guys. And this other coworker of mine walks in and she's also small, you know, like she's, she was smaller than me. And then this guy was like, these two, you would never put these two together, right? Like you would never put these two together. And then I was, uh, I was so appalled because he, he was insinuating that me and my partner, we could never work together because they, they thought we weren't strong enough to carry a patient. Right. He, he wasn't even hiding it, you know? At least, my, at least in research, he didn't outright say, oh, because you're a woman, I don't think you're, you're cut out for this or I don't think you'll ever learn this stuff. He, my um, coworker at the time outright said, because you're a woman and because of your size, you can't work with another woman. Mm-hmm. And that was really hurtful. And I, I was literally taken aback. I didn't have words. I, I stayed quiet, honestly, and, and I wish I didn't. But I was so scared because I was starting, I was new at the job. I, I, I didn't want to stand up to this guy because I knew he, he had like, not that he had power because he was just, a, he was an EMT just like me, but he had so many more years in the company that like, who would, who would HR believe? Like, who would they even care? Who would they let go? They would let me go, you know? So I didn't stand up to the guy, never reported or anything, but that literally has stuck with me. Um, but I know like, I'm not alone in that. Like the same way I was, you know, not attacked, the same way I was told things, my coworker was all, my female coworker was also heard the same thing. So it's not just us. Like I know it happens all throughout um, EMS. But thankfully since then, I have worked in EMS. I have worked multiple shifts with another female coworker and everything goes smoothly. We are able to carry people. We're able to do everything. Y'all got the job done. Still got the job done. So clearly that guy was just, you know, sexist. And I, I also understand like he was probably concerned for patients, but if we if we have the job, we have the job. We're gonna get it done, and it's not and it's not already qualified. Yeah, we're already qualified, and it's not uncommon that if you have a if you have a heavy patient, you call on another. Like, it's not wrong to ask for help. Like we're told, ask for help. Like everybody, men, women, strong, big, tall, whatever. You're told to ask for help because if you hurt your back, that's one less EMT in the workforce. Right. So I the same way I understand where he was coming from his tone, his word choice. The reason why he brought it up, like, why did he even bring it up? I wasn't even working with her. I was working with somebody else. I was working with a dude. So I don't know why he felt the need to make us feel embarrassed about who we were, what we looked like. But in the end, I left that company, not because, not just because of that, but that's something I feel like I'm going to have to carry on wherever I go, because going into the STEM field, even though it's getting pretty balanced between women and men who are physicians, People who are in power, it's still mostly men, mostly white men. So, you know, we're going to still fight through that every day. But I know that this isn't the first time. I mean, this isn't the last time I'm going to have to encounter sexism within my field. I I hope that it ends one point. I hope that the next generation doesn't have to hear stuff like that. Or as much. Or as much, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's my experience. Yeah, um, I'll try to keep this short i'm kidding um (laughs) well as you guys know i am a biochemistry and neuroscience major i'm more new to the neuroscience department but that like i feel like psychology is always just nicer like the people there are just nicer um the the 
issues I faced um, more so is like in biochemistry, the biochemistry department. And Bella already knows the story because I was so heated. But I will tell you guys, obviously, like, I've had professors kind of like, actually, I, I don't feel like professors really try to make, make me feel as stupid as the students do. They actually face more <laughs> discrimination with my classmates instead of in biochemistry department, rather than like advisors or professors, because if you reach out, at least like so far in my experience, when I reach out to professors, they genuinely try to help me so far, thank God, like I, I've been able to experience that. But like with students, when, you know, obviously people study together and like, they're like, okay, like, let's talk about this because this person in the group doesn't understand. So you typically, like when you're in a study group, the person who understands is going to explain it to the person who doesn't. But that wasn't the case for me. So I was studying with my friend and this other kid and we were studying for a biochemistry exam. And around that time, I had an article was being written with my story about like financial aid. And I had gotten an email saying that I was out and I got super excited. This is like while we were studying. So I got a little distracted, went on my phone, you know, as anyone would. <laughs> and whatever, I put my phone down after I was like, okay, I'll check that out later. And I turned to the two guys that was there and I'm not trying to be like all white men are bad, but that's not what that's not the point of this but just like just wanted to point pointed out that the two guys that I was studying with they were white and um they were looking at the screen like they were talking about whatever was in class one of the slides and I turned over I'm like hey guys like what are we talking about and this one guy goes like oh you don't have to worry about it and I was like First of all, we're in the same class. We're studying the exact same thing. What do you mean? I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> and he goes like, oh, you don't have to worry about it. Like, it's not like it's I forget like his exact wording, but he basically said it's 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 out of your understanding. Like, it's too much for you to understand. And then I go like, oh, is it because I'm a girl? Like, I straight up said, is it because I'm a girl that I cannot understand this material? And he got math flustered. He was like, oh, uh, <laughs> like started laughing. And I was like, I'm not joking. Like if we're in the same class, we should be able to study the exact same thing. Like we're going to, I'm going to take the exact same test as you. And he was like, well, it's just because you asked too many questions. I was like, I never knew it was a crime to ask questions. <laughs> right. Isn't that how you learn? You ask, you ask questions. And I asked questions to both my professors and classmates classmates you know if there's something that you're saying that I'm not understanding I'm gonna ask the question and I don't even remember what I responded to that but I was like you know what I'm gonna let it go I'll let it go I don't think I have if I'm being honest because it still gets me a little heated but yeah that's like one one story the one that I remember the most because like, he basically did tell me, yes, it's because you're a girl, and no one has ever, it's usually very, like, subtle, like, they just throw it in there, like, the shade, but this kid literally basically told me, yes, it's because you're a girl, and because you asked too many questions, you're not able to comprehend this material, and that will stick with me forever. I think I did go home. I probably cried or something. I'm 
I just cry. Like sometimes I just need to cry. And, <laughs> you know, like I usually have my little mental breakdowns. I have like, I have one every semester usually, like that's just how it goes. But I remember getting home that day and being very upset. And I mean, who wouldn't be, you know, like you, you expect like your classmates to be more supportive, I guess, because you're going through the exact same things. But that was the day I realized like, wow, you know, it, it didn't discourage me from do, going into STEM or going into medicine or research, whatever. But it was kind of like a wake-up call. I was like, wow, okay, so I haven't faced this kind of like discrimination in a while. And it's probably going to get more intense once I work for, you know, some sort of corporation or in a hospital or wherever I work in the future, it's probably going to be worse, you know, no matter what my position is. And that is a scary thing to live with, knowing that, you know, the system doesn't really help help us women with that. You know, it kind of supports supports it. It can be very discouraging and upsetting. I mean, I'm sure I will have another mental breakdown about it eventually mm-hmm. at some point in my life. But, you know, we just... I think we, it, I think it helps knowing that it's not you alone and it's mm-hmm. that all women are facing the same thing. You don't have to be in STEM, although like, I feel like it's very intense in STEM, like the discrimination, but it's, it's, I guess it's comforting knowing that you're not the only one and you're not the only one fighting against it. So it's not in the forefront of my brain, but like how many times I would like answer a question or be like in a group setting and be like, oh, I think this is the right answer. And then they're like, oh, let me just double check. But then it's like the guy in the group says like, oh, this is the right answer. They're like, they take it as like their word, you know, like yes. that has happened so often in my life that I don't even think about it because mm-hmm. I just, like, it's not that I've accepted it. It's just that it's just how it always is, you know? Right. That right. If, if I say it, they got to double check it. But if somebody else says it, they don't, you don't. Yep. It's, it's said, and then, it's done. And, and yeah, this, this happens with uh, like my friend like the other guy who was there, like I always study with him in biochem and it, it's like, it happens pretty often, but the difference is I call him out on it because like, he's my friend. So I'm like, I literally, what you just said, I'll like say it to him and I'll be like, seriously, like that's stop being sexist. I'll straight up say it to his face. Cause like, that's not okay. And I like, I understand that's kind of like what men have been conditioned into where a lot of men have been conditioned into, but and unfortunately, like, it's, it's very unfortunate that we feel responsible for it. Like, we're like, oh, we're the ones who have to put him in his, their place. Mm-hmm. But well, this is a PSA to all men out there. Like, I wish in my whole EMT situation, I wish my other male coworker who was right there would have been like, no, stop bothering these girls. Clearly, they got the same job that you do. So guys, don't keep it all right. on us. You know, call out your, your, your guy friends who think yeah. that's women just because they're women, you know? Right. But, you know, women don't let it, it obviously, like, sometimes it's going to feel discouraging. And it, I, I feel like, honestly, like, we're always going to feel discouraged at some point for, mul- like, at multiple points in our lives with whatever we're doing. But, like, sometimes we just have to have to reflect and be like, okay, am, am I that person who's going to, you know, believe whatever these people are saying about me? Or am I going to know who I am and know my capabilities, you know? And that's, like, 
sometimes what we really need to do is like sit down and reflect and be like, okay, you know, yes, I'm a woman. Yes, I am at a disadvantage, but I can prove that I am worth more than those words that this person has said to me or, you know, the stereotypes say about me. So don't let it discourage you. (laughs) You are more than whatever that person said and you can do literally whatever your mind you set your mind to literally anything so yeah even though this is kind of like this isn't our usual you know I mean none of our personal I mean our last personal episode was mental health and that wasn't all that great either but we don't want to keep this like heavy (laughs) so even though this topic Mm -hmm. is heavy we want to also be this encouragement that you know we've heard things we've been through things but we're still going to keep going and I hope that other women and girls that are listening to this um episode specifically that you keep going like you're but that doesn't mean that we can't fight for change and that doesn't mean that the guys in our lives can't you know fight for our equality too and you know the decrease right men men can be feminists men can be feminists too you don't have to be a woman to be a feminist so Hopefully, men that you're listening to this, you can be a feminist. It's it's okay. It just means that we want equal rights for men and women. So it's not a bad thing. But yeah, I think this wraps up our first episode of our Women in Power season. I hope you guys stay tuned. Next week we have Berkty. Oh, freaking love that girl. So stay tuned for that. And thank you so much for sticking with us. well i hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did yeah and please make sure to leave a review you know a nice comment make sure to rate our podcast you know five stars (laughs) and follow us on instagram at i-s-a-v-i-s-i-o-n underscore bye